get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire, Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. You know, I am very excited to be here with you on on um, talking about, you know, winning through consistency. And um, there have been some challenges. I, I can tell you there's been some challenges on even being consistent, even for instance, we're trying to log in so that we can be with you on this morning, and um, the platform was given so many crazy problems. You might say, why don't you just go to another platform? There are not many where I could actually go live and then turn it into a podcast for great replays. So we've obviously tried to find the best next connection, but we haven't found one that um, that suits the needs of us being able to simultaneously go live and it still go into podcast. So we're going to rock this out, especially powerful, powerful lesson today on how to get rid of excuses because it's rigging your consistency. I want to go to Luke 14, and (laughs) 18, I need you to go back and read the entire chapter of Luke 14. Jesus is speaking a lot here to all of us, but I want to specifically hone into Luke 14, 18 for the reason that many of us have given excuses for one thing or another. As a matter of fact, Looks like all of us give excuses. But let's identify where they come from. I don't think you will have anything to do with excuses, especially when it comes to you winning. You'll work on that part of yourself that even think that an excuse is a good reason. Let's go to the Lord together. Hopefully you're saying you can hear us. land of the living. Dear Lord, as we are pursuing this day that you've made, we want to be glad and rejoice in it. 
We know that there are always challenges, and it always gives us an opportunity to choose to excuse ourselves or to keep going. Help us choose the latter that we will keep going no matter what. In the face of challenges, obstacles, things that hold us back, let us be rid of those so that we will no longer excuse ourselves out of the best life, the abundant life that you have given us. As we're pressing forward towards the high goal, and as we are also going out to do these great exploits in your name, let us be careful to acknowledge you in all of your ways. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us. Guide us, direct, correct us on the excuses that we've bought into, that we've given place in our life. That's excusing us out of our inheritance, as we know that we're joint heirs with Christ Jesus, who said that greater works that we will do than he's done. But we've yet to see it. Help us see things the way that you've seen. Let us go deeper than ever before. So we go to the root cause of excuses and destroy them at that root. So as our yes is our yes, as we are going forward to do great exploits in your name, we'll be careful to acknowledge you in all that you do. We're grateful. We're grateful. Thank you, Lord. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening to every single one of you. Today is going to be an amazing day, probably one of the most productive days you've ever had in your entire life. Once you acknowledge and record the excuses that you have been accepting as to why you're not meeting your goals, as to why you're not living your best life. So let's go to Luke 14 and 18. It says, but they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. You can go on through and if you were to go on Holy Spirit said keep going. I'm going to go on to verse 19. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I am going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another one said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house 
being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly to the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, it will be done as you commanded and still there is room. Then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. I went on to verse 24 and because I wanted you to say, well, what were they excusing themselves out of? You got to go back and read it. Because here it is, you have all these great men that were invited to an amazing supper. And everybody had an excuse. When I look at network marketing, I consider it like, you know, because it's free enterprise, I consider it like the opportunity for abundance. And yet there are so many excuses, and some people might call them reasons, as to why you're not successful or as successful or why you don't have a team. That's working. Mark Twain has a quote that says, there's a thousand excuses for every failure, but never a good reason. Now, if you were to go look at a dictionary and you look up the word excuse, I didn't like the way that looked. I didn't like the way that excuses. I didn't like what it said. And and that's why I said by the time you look and you say an excuse, I don't like what it said. It, it says an attempt to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense or you're seeking to defend or to justify. Or a release from duty or requirement or a poor or inadequate example of. Would you want to be associated with saying I am attempting to lessen the blame attaching to something I know I should be doing? Would you want to be released from the duty of the requirement of stepping up as a leader, a leader maybe in your household or in your community or in your team or your company? Would you want to be associated or attached to a poor or inadequate example of? We wrap the kingdom. The living God resides on the inside of you. How could we ever make an excuse or even think there is a reason for you not winning? What possible 
thing could we tell God as to why we're not winning at the highest potential? I can tell you this. Some people might say, no, 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 no. There is not a, is not a, is not a excuse. It's a, it's a reason. It's a good reason why I either did not do my DMO. It's a good reason why I did not show up. It's a good reason why I missed this or a good reason, meaning it was a choice. When we look at an excuse, we're doing some detriment to our potential of success. I'm going to tell you this. Now, in the Bible, they taught themselves out of supper with the master. But they thought that they were just missing the supper. And this is what I begin to realize is that when you lose out on an opportunity due to an excuse, there are some deeper things going on. Number one, obviously, whatever you missed wasn't a priority. It wasn't that important. So you got to make sure you're in alignment, right? Because God, who's the God of the universe, he has put laws that govern the universe. And literally, your yay must be your yay and your nay must be your nay because other than that is evil. Other than that, you're not going to get what you're looking for. So what I'm saying by this is, if you say, yes, I want to hit this goal, but the excuses come in after the goal, the universe is going to answer to the excuse and not give you the goal. You're not going to make it. It's the latter of what you said that's going to rule. So if the excuse is what moved you out of position of winning, you'll lose. Until you replace it back with the decision to win where you now stop making excuses. You lose out on opportunities. Now, where does that come from? Maybe you didn't think you were going to make it anyway. Maybe you didn't think that showing up had anything to do with you winning when 80% of winning is showing up. How can you win if you're not even in place? And then we're looking for someone to catch us up on notes when they're busy winning themselves. Deservability was one of the principles that I was taught when I went to go and learn about wealth. True wealth. I didn't want to ever just be rich because I, they have some huge statistics on people that just get rich. Most of the time they lose their riches because of this lack of deservability. They start doing things that self-sabotage. I've heard excuses like, I don't show up because I don't like my upline. I don't go to training because I don't like my You just have to say, wait a minute. You're not going to training and you think that's going to hurt the upline, the person giving the training? 
is self-sabotage. When you have excuses that's ruling your life, you're also jeopardizing whatever you don't know will also be what your team don't know. Whatever you made an excuse for and you justified why you did not get that information, also your next prospect never may get the accurate information. So meaning, excuses don't even jeopardize only you, but you're jeopardizing others. When we have a responsibility to learn so we can teach. And we can't fit in the things that are necessary to grow. Like I'll see people elect themselves for certain things and say, yeah, I want to be a leader. I want to win. But they only want to show up if they are being seen. And they have an excuse. I had something else to do. What I'm trying to get through to you Whether you want to call it an excuse or you want to call it a reason, go ahead and check it out for yourself. It's a detriment. Anytime you have a responsibility and you're not there, you're communicating something. Now, what do we do, let's say, if there is like a real situation or circumstance that must take a priority over a responsibility. I want us to change our language because once we are able to hear and see what the dictionary call it, excuse, you know what happens with us as humans, sometimes we literally start using words um, not really knowing the definition of the word and we attach ourselves to those things, like even winning, but everything else about us say we don't want to win. People who win, win at all costs. So let's say, for instance, you got off the horse, you fell off, right? And you were one using excuses where you were trying to attack some fault or something like that or defend or justify why you're not doing what you could or should be doing. I have seen people, even when it comes down to like challenges with illnesses, first and foremost, there has been times in my career where I'm doing three ways flat on my back. And I've learned how to project my voice where a person can tell whether I'm sitting up or laying down. And no one would know, only but my husband and very close people to me, knowing that there were times if I were not feeling well. And I'm on my back, on my back, doing a three-way. And I'll set my alarm for the next three-way and turn over and moan and groan for whatever it was that was going on. And when that alarm goes off, I position my body, drink some water, and do the next three-way. I've had 
people that I've seen on my team who've hit their some high titles from hospital beds. And you say, well, no, I ain't jeopardizing my health. How about they got better? Both of them. I've heard two men of God who were in their hospital bed closing their business month out, and both of them, both of them are better now. There was a lady, Miss Mary, I can remember this, Miss Mary, she called me, we were coming from a training, and she said they have now committed me to hospice. She was ill with cancer. We went over to her house to pray with her. Her husband had told us she won't close her eyes. And when I talked to Miss Mary, I said, Miss Mary, all is well. She didn't want to close her eyes because she didn't know what, where she was going. Even in her voice, stretching and stretching, she's talking about closing out. For people, and you say, well, what difference did it make for her to be wanting to close out business? I prayed with Miss Mary. She closed her eyes. Next day, she went on to glory. We were able to call our particular company. Miss Mary had sufficient business to where $100,000 worth of life insurance was paid out to her family. Now, some people might say, that wouldn't be me. Ms. Mary sure would have had a good reason. I was literally coaching her and she was going to get her cancer treatments, fighting through it, and she was doing her coaching sessions. It was set at the same time. She had pre-scheduled them, and I said, Miss Mary, I can change it. I can change your date. This no, okay. She said, no, I need that. So I'd be coaching her during her cancer treatment. And she'd be present, and she'd say, you know, People are telling me to stop, but that ain't what God telling me to. Miss Mary will forever have an etch in my heart. And she would never be a poor example of leadership. At that point, she never even thought that she was doing it for herself anymore. She knew she was doing it for her legacy. She knew she was doing it for who was going to be left behind. We're in a very tumultuous time. This is a historic, you know, there have been seasons of the world where it wasn't history. I was on my training with, um, you know, some leaders and coaches from Malaysia and Asia and India on yesterday. 
and we were talking about business, and it was business owners discussing what the challenges of their business was. And even some of them in discussing what their challenges was, it was very obvious that in the beginning it was, there were excuses, there were reasons why they felt their business was not thriving, even though things were challenging. It was just that all they had to do was adopt a new way of thinking, adopt a new niche, adopt a new angle inside of their business that there was still a need. And this is what we have to know. Even if we're excused out of, if you call someone and say, hey, I was supposed to do the call, but I'm not going to be able to do it. Even if you were, and you don't make sure that you uh, get a viable replacement where other people are not jeopardized as a result of, I just want to say, a lack of leadership. And you want to say, well, lack of leadership. Yeah, leadership means leading somewhere, leading someone somewhere, or creating an atmosphere for others to grow. So if your absence jeopardizes the growth of others, it's an excuse. See, my job is to provoke you into a different thought. And provocation sometimes creates frustration. It creates I don't know. You might not even like me right now. But there's no way that God has given me this voice and has given me this level of influence and I'm going to go before him with excuses that I was afraid to tell them what he told me to say. Which leads me to another reason people give excuses. They're afraid. They're afraid of what it might look like. It looks better that I quit than I failed. Quitting sounds better than I failed. I just didn't make the cut. Quitting just sounds better. Does it really? Does it really sound better? Does quitting sound better? Ah, that just wasn't for me. Stop it already. What's not for you? Helping other people be successful, that's not for you. Creating a residual line of income, that's not for you. Being able to pay all your bills in one stroke, that's not for you. Your kids being able to go to any school they desire or any opportunity they need, that's not for you. Moving into the top three, two, or one percentile of the nation, the world, that's not for you. So you can make more impact, serve more, sow more. That's not for you. The next time you know you're supposed to reach out to 5, 10, 15, 20, or whatever you told yourself in the world or the universe that you were going to do, and then you do one, two, less, whatever that you said, what you want to know, 
that's hurting you more than it's hurting anyone else. The next time you're absent from where you know you need the information so that you can disseminate it to others or sharpen your skills, just know that that's hurting you more than it's hurting anyone else. Because it makes it just longer that you're in the dark as to what to do. And each month that your company is able to acknowledge people for their growth and their their contribution and their impact, and your name continues to not be in that number. Forget about them calling your name. And think about who name you call every time you in trouble. What if Jesus start giving us excuses? My God. I know I'll be a hot mess. That's why I get up. This morning, my voice was nearly gone. I started logging in. The login said that the site was down for maintenance. And guess what I did? I just kept clicking and clicking and clicking. And clicking and clicking and clicking. And then I gave people heads up, hey, I'm having some challenges on this thing. And I just kept clicking and clicking and clicking, and I started praying, and I clicked, and it opened. And I said, I'm just going to start talking. Next time you are tempted to give an excuse or a reason, you just keep trying. You keep going. You keep pressing through. I have had the moments. You won't be able to make up time because time is gone once it's gone. But you can change your view on excuses right now. The crazy thing about it is that we're more worried about who can see us when we're talking about man or who knows that we made an excuse or sometimes it appears that we got away with something. But he who keeps Israel never sleeps nor slumber. He who gives us the ability to gain wealth never sleeps nor slumber. He who gave us life never sleeps nor slumber. So we never get away with it. So this is where the Holy Spirit gave me this. So what you want to grow. So it makes me mindful of what I put out. You can demand to win by defying your excuses. You can demand (laughs) to win. You got to say winning is for me. That's all I do. By defying excuses, whatever excuse you were trying to give today, God interrupted that plan, but you still have a choice. Decide today to defy that excuse. Make today the most productive day you've had. How dare you? <laughs>